Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes... Lots of other marvellous benefits and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash iron filings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along to the Melchester Odyssey once again. I have in both of my hands the uh, 28th of May 1983 issue of Roy of the Rovers 18 UK pence and all the other uh, overseas prices there 55 cents in Australia 52 cents in New Zealand $1.35 in Malaysia and Ireland 26 pence including VAT Um, we are promised uh, right across the top Garth Crooks and Graham Ricks in colour. Wow, what a combo. Imagine going on a cycling holiday with those two. Well, uh, yeah, Graham, Goth Crooks would bore you senseless. <laughs> and Graham Ricks would probably, I don't know, fuck you up somehow. He's, Think, try and finger you. Just a cunt, isn't he? Graham Ricks, he's just been exposed as a cunt for so many reasons over the Didn't decades. He get, wasn't he a bit noncy? Yeah, and then it also he was caught up in that Chelsea youth scored racism thing recently. Oh, for fuck's sake, a racist nonce. It's the fucking worst, isn't it? Ticks all the shit boxes. So let's move on from Graham Ricks. I know, the the only thing that could make him worse, the only level above that is racist nonce terrorist. I guess so. Maybe that'll still happen. Maybe that's in his... uh, his, And the only level above that in the cantometer is... The right honourable Gavin Williamson. No, <laughs> oh, Sir Gavin, little, Gavin Williamson. Bit, bit of satire. Bit of satire there. <laughs> Soon to be Sir Gavin Williamson. I know. Unbelievable, <sighs> isn't it? Incredible. Um, so, w- w- our uh, podcast um, standpoint on Graham Ricks is fuck Graham Ricks. Mm. And, uh, New t shirt we'll, idea. But we'll, 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 we will spend some time with Garth Crooks if we have to. But that's not the main thing. Don't forget, I helped Garth Crooks back onto his bike when he fell oh, off it did, once. Oh, you did, didn't you? Did he so, thank you or did he not thank you? Uh, I can't that, remember I, I, what right happened. I'm thinking he didn't went, thank you, I he went, just sped off. Oh, I went, all right, Garth. <laughs> no, that's it. I didn't really help him out. I went over, I went, are you all right, Garth? And he went, yeah, but I was kind of a bit familiar. <laughs> I don't know yeah. why. I probably, I probably met him once or twice, but not in a way that he would ever remember. But I was a bit yeah. like, oh, here's an opportunity for me oh. to, uh, to me to show how I'm part of the celebrity footballer fraternity. <laughs> Rather than think, this is a man who's had an, a bad road accident yeah. and I need to help. <clears throat> hey, uh, maybe I could uh, 
make a really good connection here and get some interesting work out of it. Maybe he's <laughs> planning a podcast so that I could work on with him. I don't know. Let hey, me help you to I, your feet there, Goth. Hey, hey, maybe we could go for an egg sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> I know a lovely little place around the corner. We could just go and grab a Fanta and an egg sandwich and, and chuck around some ideas. He's like, what are you talking about? I am in immense pain and I have torn, I have torn the flesh right down to the bone on my left calf. <laughs> the only place I'll be getting an egg sandwich is A&E, which is where I am headed right now. And if you will not assist me, whoever you are, <laughs> you're joking, of course, I'm sad, you know that. <laughs> oh, no, you've had a bang on the it. head, Goth. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you remember all the good times we shared? I will have to get myself there under my own steam. Thanks for nothing, cunt. <laughs> if you do not assist me, this will go to the civil court. <laughs> <laughs> Where the, sake, where the, the lady burden to the of proof court. is significantly lower than the criminal court. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, right pair of wrong ones on the front cover there. Garth Crooks and Graham Ricks. Um, but that's not, the, that's not the main thing about this front cover. We have oh, yeah. a Sign Please special. Now, if you're not familiar, Sign Please is the centre pages in every issue. And it's always a footballer. It's Goth Crooks this time. I'm looking at it. Uh, I'll show you it. You can have a good look. There's the flesh that Great. was ripped asunder um, mm. in the accident. Um, although, actually, it won't be the flesh because, as you know, all of our human body cells regenerate every seven years. So mm. we're a completely different person to the one we were seven years ago. Don't like Doctor Who, basically. Yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Except without lying on the floor, thrashing around. Mm. Well, you change from one person to another, it happens, it happens more gradually. Uh, so, on the front cover, we've got a sign please special, and it's none other than Roy Race. And he's there in the traditional uh, photograph of a footballer pose. He's on one knee, uh, the other knee is, is raised up, and uh, he's got his right hand on a football. It's, it's just classic. I think you need photograph. to talk more about his left hand. I'll let you talk about his left hand. Well, you're saying, I don't know what the words you used there was, is like the conventional, traditional pose for a footballer posing for a photo. I disagree with that description. <laughs> I do not think this is traditional at all. I think this is highly inappropriate for the front cover of a children's <laughs> periodical. Right? He is, I behind the him, hand. there are some lads kicking a ball around three lads just training training he, yeah he's come over to the side yeah you want a photo yeah no problem yeah well he reminds me a bit of fucking cliff richard this hairstyle he's got in this picture and the sort of plasticky <clears throat> kind of facial features and the sheen to his skin it is a bit like 80s cliff but anyway yeah he's on one knee but the 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 the, the thing is is that like Andy says his right knee's on the floor next to a football that's fine his left knee is up, but it is it is inappropriately cocked out, right? It's cocked out to the side. He's cocked his knee out, right? As a result, the leg of his shorts on his right leg has ridden right up to the mm. pubis. Yeah. 
There's no other yeah. way of putting that, Andy. It is yeah. riding high. This is the 80s when shorts were short at the best of times. Shorts time. were short then. They he were. didn't they have were. to cock his leg. He's fat. I, I suppose what you'd say is he's fanned one thigh out. So rather than have the knee square onto like the peacock. camera, he's basically giving it like this. Have a look at this, cons. And he's opened his thighs <clears> for <throat> what was known in the porn industry at the time as the hamburger shot, right? And um, so his short has ridden right up to his pubis. You can see, I think you can basically see the bottom of his ass cheek. And I'm not sure if you can see a couple of pubes coming out, but because he's platinum blonde, they'd be quite hard to see. Um, But thank God it's not blacky grey in a pose like this, because you would definitely be seeing a few pubes poking out to say hello. Wiry pubes. Yeah. Uh, There's no pubes there, believe me. I'm as fucking smooth as an otter. Right, unbelievable. I have it shaved. Always have done. Gives me that extra <clears throat> half a yard of pace. I, le- I learned it when I was in Crete on holiday. <laughs> All of the <clears throat> men do it out there. Um, yeah, I think. And then on top of that, his hand, the hand on that right side, yeah. is draped just so. Right, so his hand is in the actual. You'll think I'm exaggerating, but wait until you see the picture, which we will post on the socials. He has actually got his hand gripped in the universal gesture for masturbation. He has. In front of his cock and balls. Yeah. This on the cover of a children's comic in Thatcher's Britain, 1983. Unacceptable. There there is, beneath the hand, there is a noticeable testicular bulge in his white shorts. And that's the other thing. It's like... I know Skew likes to make the illustrations. I mean, look, we give Skew a bit of shit on this show, right? But the lad can fucking draw. The drawings oh, yeah. are brilliant. They're yeah. brilliant. It's the drawings as much as anything that make Roy the Rovers so great because there's a, such an energy to them, isn't there? But this feels to me unnecessary. If you look at the creases in his shorts and the shading, he's gone to a lot of effort to really highlight the fucking bulge in Roy's groin. Well, I think that hand is there because Roy is nursing a significant erection mm. and the hand is covering it because yeah. it's going up to the... It, it's it's almost been held in place by the waistband of the shorts and the yeah, left hand and the wrist is covering it for sit. So it's like know, the photographer's gone. Could you just place your arm just a little bit more centrally to, to cover your... Uh, what would you cover call that on. there? There's a protrusion. Call it what it is. It's a fucking hard-on. And it's the best one you'll see this week. <laughs> I am a man in my prime. <laughs> Look at me. Drink me in. <laughs> why am I erect now? You might just as well ask, why would I not be erect now? With a lifestyle I, like mine, you're erect all the time. Because you cannot fucking believe your luck. I personally have no idea, but I am. <laughs> but I intend to find out. <laughs> I don't even care why. I just am. Every day I, I wake up with one long. of these, and every day I go to sleep with one. And there are very few moments in the day where it is not fucking upright and ready for action. <laughs> <laughs> just part of who I am. It's Next just question. Nature. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean as we know, Skew, David Skew, uh also was famous for drawing nudes. 
on his mm. website. He, he advertised the fact that he did nudes. So he's very much into anatomy, I guess. And this is as close as he can get to um, <clears throat> deploying those skills, I think, within Roy of the Rovers. Um, so, yeah, a lot, to, a lot to look at. Roy's got a fixed grin on his face, which now that we've had, took a closer look down below, probably explains a lot. Uh, he's well, got it, that. The grin is very, uh, it's a look of, uh, he's sort of being unapologetic. He's like, yeah, that's right. Your eyes aren't deceiving you. I've got a massive yeah. direction. Big totally. deal. Um, he's, he's wearing, of course, he's playing for Walford Rovers now, which it says on the front cover. He's wearing that blue T-shirt that they wear with no markings mm. of any kind on it. Um, and the white shorts and the red socks. And there's his autograph on the bottom right. So, uh, yeah, you could you could cut that out and frame it and put it in your bedroom wall if you wanted to. Not sure why you would, but uh, there it is. It's there. It's out there. We've looked at it. We've examined it. And now we should move on from it, I think. Now it's time to deal Unless you've got anything else you want to add about it. Nah, I've said enough. I've said more than okay. enough. Yeah, I think you probably have. Uh, inside the Roy the Rovers story that week, uh, top left, it brings us up to speed with the story so far. Following a bit of row with the Melchester directors, Roy had left to become player manager of Walford Rovers. And although his thoughts were still with his former teammates, he turned on a tremendous performance in his first game for his new club. I mean, it's just Roy, isn't it? He cares so much <clears throat> about his old club that he feels as though he needs to raise his game even more for the new one. Mm. So it could be argued they're getting even more than they bargained for performance-wise Yeah, because of the guilt factor. I'll be but, wanting, um, you're getting some of this for free. Yeah. And uh, there they are. The, the game has just ended. I think, did it finish 5-1 or 5-2? I can't quite remember. But he, he got uh, he got four, didn't he? He got four of them. Do you think Roy himself has any knowledge of or interest in what the final scores is uh, scores are of any game he ever plays in? Uh, probably not. He'll probably just have a vague notion of whether yeah. or not he was the hero. He knows it's how many goals about, he scored. It'll be all about, it's all about either the man of the match award or the match ball for a hat trick. Yeah, that, that's it. And he'll have himself on goal bonuses as well, won't he? Of course, yeah. 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 In an offshore account <laughs> somewhere. So, record, you know, if he has a scrapbook, like Tony Cotty had his scrapbook all about his own goals that he kept. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that, but it's quite funny. And uh, if Roy sort of keeps a log of every game he's played in, the scores he writes down are only based <laughs> on him. So he just writes, Roy, just got- so... It's got the date and the number of goals he scored. Doesn't even have the opposition. Yeah. <laughs> it's the date and the right goals. Right two, other team, <clears throat> nil. <laughs> brackets, man of the match. Brackets, hat trick, ball, ball retention. <laughs> <laughs> Retained ball <laughs> and sold. Uh, so there, he's storming off the pitch at the final whistle, and his his fellow. Walford players are trying to come over and congratulate him but he's just too fast fans are shouting Roy race Roy race come on Roy give us a lap of honour another <laughs> one says too late look at him race he can't wait to get off the pitch this isn't right what a cant <laughs> yeah well one that just says the next frame you wouldn't think he'd just become the idol of Walford and he's got quite a beatific kind of he's almost in a trance 
But look mm. on his face there, he's stormed past a, a besuited official and a policeman. Out of my way. <laughs> and um, he's greeted by Harvey Rawson, Walford's oh, millionaire boy. chairman, it says. What can I say, Roy? You are everything we hoped you'd be. Magnificent! Uh, like a stallion in its prime, racing along to victory with the fetlocks and all the fucking horse muscles and what have you. All oh, that bollocks. Sinew. <laughs> and the bollocks, Muscle, yes. sweat, the fucking lot. <laughs> Tight skin and glassy eyes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm getting distracted, Roy. Please forgive me. Uh, <laughs> would you like a rum? Uh, would you like a glass of rum? Or I've had rather a lot. <laughs> I, can I give think you some rum. Your taste. I can give you some rum, and I can rub you down. The would you, you Roy, would you like a sugar cube? Here, <laughs> eat it. Would you, Roy, uh, would you like this polo mint? Of course you I, would. You good boy. Uh, eat it from my hand. I'll give it to you from a flat hand so you don't bite my fingers. That's how they do it. <laughs> what the fucking hell? What? Yeah, all right, I'll have a polo. Fuck it. God. <laughs> Bit weird, but yeah, I've quite fancy a yeah. polo. Free, free polo, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't in my contract, but, you know, take what you can get. That's my attitude. <laughs> So Harvey's there with all the directors who he'd been sitting with. <laughs> the far right's there is Lewis Collins from The Professionals. Um, I think we might have George Cole from Minder. Um, and I'm not sure about the middle two. Uh, and Roy says, I, uh, I, guess, I guess the ball ran well for me, Harvey. Roy, uh, humble as ever. Uh, Roy, uh, Harvey says, you bet it did. The press boys will be waiting to talk to you about it. And the television people. The television people. <laughs> this is a this is the whole reason we brought you here, Roy. We'd never had the television people set foot in this ground until today. We're hitting the big time. We're desperate to get on the television. It was a marketing move, you see. Bring where Roy goes, television people follow. That polo you've just scoffed paid for itself, you fucking fool. <laughs> You're so hungrily scoffed out. <laughs> Roy says. Roy says. Uh, You'd like another, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, I thought well, would. See how many goals you can get next time, hot shot. <laughs> There's more where that came from. <laughs> One per week. <laughs> <laughs> You're a hungry little fellow, aren't you? <laughs> You're a hungry little monkey, aren't you? <laughs> These polo winds are like catnip to you, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> he says, uh, uh, right, I'd, uh, I'd better get changed then. <laughs> Roy's, Roy's getting changed there. He's got his shirt off. He's just sat there in his shorts, looking very uh, muscular. And Rawson's looking in through the doorway. Mm, and look, thinking, at <laughs> look at those arms. <laughs> look at the fucker. <laughs> oh, the top's off. The top's off. I do it. I'd like to ride, ride that fucker around the car park if I got the chance. <laughs> there Maybe that's is. what I'm working I towards. I own that. That's my fucking bloodstock. Ha, 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 ha.
<laughs> I'll start breeding the fucker. I'll get on the phone to the Middle the East. Fucking paddock. I'll get him in the paddock and walk him into a frenzy with my polar wits. <laughs> <laughs> how can I? How can I manage to freeze his spunk without him knowing? <laughs> Believe me, it's been tried before. Many times, ben but Galloway I keep a fucking it. coast guard on those balls. <laughs> and Harvey Rawson thinks, poor old Roy, he's missing the Rovers so badly. Yes, he's trying to do his best for Walford. I only hope the people of Melchester realise what he's going through. Oh, fuck off. Fuck it, Harvey, what is the matter with you? Jesus You've got Christ. fucking Stockholm Syndrome or something. Do you uh, it's like, what are you Just talking about? Like you're paying yeah. him loads of money. Fucking hell. Yeah, like you just said, he's your bloodstock. He belongs to you now. Jesus Christ, fuck Melchester. You want to fucking I find him every him. time he says the word. I want to. I have enslaved him, but at the same time, my heart still yearns for him. There is a terrible vulnerability in me. <laughs> Where does it come from? I do yeah. not know. This isn't the Roy I tried to acquire. I yearn for the one that that whose soul ran free at Melchester. I have I have somehow bought myself a prisoner of my own making, <laughs> or something. More rum, more rum, and more polo bits. Bring them to my office. Bring me some apple cores, a carrot, and four sugar cubes. <laughs> no, they're just for me. They're not for Roy. <laughs> I shall feast like a thoroughbred tonight while I gather my thoughts. Jalapeño. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Jalapeño. Uh, at that moment, all over Melchester, the day's results were being eagerly awaited, and there's that family that like to watch TV. Looks like Grand's come round um, as well. They're all watching the telly. Nice big plant on top of the telly there with lovely mm. colours and a portrait on the wall of a, a, a mountain scene, maybe the Lake District. Uh, so the TV is saying, and there it is, the result that many experts were forecasting. Tynecaster 2... And the fella in the family goes, oh, no. Over the page. Melchester won. It looks as if the Rovers were missing Roy Race today. Of course they were fucking missing Roy Race. It's a one-man team. We know this. And then we cut to what looks like... Uh, oh, I thought it was a bar, but it's not. It's a non-alcoholic 
uh, establishment. Maybe it's a cafe, but the men are all sitting at the bar as if it's a bar, drinking their tea, though. And there's a great big, oh, lovely industrial tea urn in the corner of the room there. Look at that, Sam. Oh, fucking other things I could do with that. Um, (laughs) And they're watching the TV as well, and the TV saying, but no problems for Roy. He helped Walford to thrash Deans Park 5-1 in his first game for his new club. Roy himself grabbed four goals. And the fella in the middle goes, four? Good grief! Good <laughs> Imagine sitting next to him in a fucking cafe. <laughs> You'd shit yourself. <laughs> sitting at the You're bar. just sitting there idly watching the TV, having a cup of tea, and some bloke with a weird haircut next to you goes, Four? Good grief! <laughs> You'd be like, fucking well, hell. <laughs> yeah, I'll just settle up, mate. I'm off. I'm off for the tea. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll take that sausage sandwich to go, thanks. I've just remembered I've got to be somewhere. I've got a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> the meeting, it's five o'clock on a Saturday. Shut up, yeah, you. So, yeah, well, t- t- tell that to me, boss. It's how he operates. <laughs> uh, then, uh, close up on the TV screen. And now over to the Walford's ground, where our reporter, Gavin Foley, right, okay, is waiting to speak to Roy. And there's Gavin Foley. He looks like a fucking smooth cunt. The television people. Sheepskin coat on. Hi, I'm television people person. <laughs> Gavin Foley. <laughs> Uh, oh, says, another cunt you remind me of those other cunts from Melchester same <laughs> fucking ticked different haircut what do you want are you are you the local cunt are you right okay <laughs> you know I want a fucking payment for this hey hey don't give me that journalism shit right the fact is the more my face is on your fucking crummy show the more ratings you get and the better chance you've got of getting a fucking promotion right so next time you come here with your fucking cameras make sure you've got an envelope in your hand addressed to Mr R Race <laughs> I've just had a flashback to when John Peel died and they were covering it on Newsnight on the night of his death and they had Mark E Smith being interviewed from Manchester and he uh I think it was Gavin Esler who was presenting it, and Mark Eastmouth went, uh, he's rambling on and on and on. He's got, he went, uh, hey yo, hey yo, the new one. And Gavin Esler goes, sorry, 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 pun. He says, uh, are you the new DJ? <laughs> What's he saying? Have you, have you taken over from John Peel then? <laughs> Is it you now? They put you in his place because he's dead. That was quick. Bit disrespectful, really, but fair enough. He seems to be doing a good job. <laughs> that's amazing you the new, new one. one fucking hell <laughs> so uh, right so Gavin uh, not Gavin Esler Gavin Foley here is talking to Roy Roy looks very like mm, yeah okay what you got uh, he says uh, Roy a lot of people thought that Harvey Rawson made the mistake of his life when he signed you for Walford what have you got to say to them now and Roy was that the safari jacket he's got on <laughs> what the fuck yeah it's amazing wow. but leather uh, he Pen. says, "Not a l- Pen, I am my leather safari jacket because the telly people are going to be there. <laughs> Roy, you can't, uh, you can't iron leather. <laughs> yes, you fucking can. Iron it. <laughs> Steam press it then, whatever. <laughs> Just make sure it's nice and flat and crisp. <laughs> it needs to be flat for the telly. <laughs> Get me yellow tie as well. That'll go nice with my leather jacket. Uh, so he says, what have you got to say to them now? And Roy says, not a lot, Gavin. Have you noticed how flat the coat is? Are you the new one? Um, 
He says, except to say that I regard myself as a professional, which means that I try to do my best for whoever is employing me. In this case, Walford Rovers. Fucking hell. That sounds like it's been written by a lawyer. Jesus Christ. You see, Andy, you see, like, people describing themselves as professional, right? And you know, like, once I remember you saying that some mate of yours said, oh, I, I see myself as a grafter, and you quite rightly said to him, well, that's a shit thing to be, right? I enjoy working hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Off. And I think a bit the same about this world being professional fucking bandied around as if it's something to brag about. I think, yeah. it's, I think it's fucking sad. I think, listen, I'm not criticising you if you are professional, but I do slightly pity you. Because it's sort of like, what's that mean? It's like, I have forgone. I have successfully managed to have eradicate a large number of the normal human instincts inside of me. And, and, and I've allowed <laughs> them to be overridden within my mind and spirit by a series of operational duties that I have committed <laughs> myself to on such a fundamental level that I have become more android than human. Than, than human. I am doing these for a third party whose employ I am within. (laughs) Yeah, so like when you were a kid, you weren't professional. So let me ask you this, Mr. Fucking Professional. When were you happier? When you were a kid playing with your A-team figures or now you're filling in a fucking spreadsheet for some cunt? Yeah. Right, I know there's other things that people do professionally like doctors. But even a doctor, you can still be a bit this and that. Well, I mean, you've got if you've if you've attained some kind of professional qualification that's recognised within your mm. industry, and there's another word, industry, industry. Um, then perhaps that's acceptable. But if you just say that I am a professional because you you think that you do you, you diligent at your job, fuck off. Yeah, and they go like this: uh, oh, he's pretty good. He, he's pretty professional. <sighs> you know what? I went once to host a like a video game thing, like. Uh, a Q&A. I don't matter what it was. I got five nah, quid. It was out. years ago. It was when I did this <laughs> video game show. Like, I, you know, presented it. But I didn't... Anyway, they asked me to go to a thing and do a Q&A. And the guy's producer, it was a right posh cunt. And he was really condescending and patronising. Anyway, the night before the event, I got... He kept saying, oh, no, I want to go through some notes to you. And I kept being... Maybe I was being a bit of a cunt. I was going, do you know what, mate? It's fine. It's a fucking Q&A. It's easy. Just give me the questions. I'll do it and it'll be over. You know when someone's trying to overdo it? You know? Well, trying to over, over, uh, uh, deploy over their own think. role, isn't it? Yeah, trying to yeah, just, exactly. justify their And I was existence. like, listen, mate, let's not get carried away. You want me to get up on stage and ask this other cunt a series of questions which he will answer and then it'll be over, right? <laughs> no problem. I'll fucking do it in my sleep. It right? will be a, a, a brief moment in time that everyone involved will soon forget about. It, exactly. It's going to be fucking forgettable. I'll be honest, we're, we're all just fucking wasting. killing time. So, That's all we're, we're doing. We're fucking wasting some of the precious time that God has given us on this earth by any of us fucking being here. I am doing it for the £200 you have agreed to pay me, right? <laughs> <laughs> and that, that is that. <laughs> and he goes... Um, he, and and uh, anyway, the night before, there was like a dinner for some people who were involved in this event. Yeah. And I went to it and got quite pissed, right? Which a few people mm-hmm. did. It was all free. So obviously I got pissed, right? Why not? Yeah. The, ne- the next day I was a bit hungover, but we got up. We did it. It was good, right? And at the end, everyone's like, hey, like that or whatever. And this cunt came up to me and he went, hmm, well done. And there was me thinking you were unprofessional. Oh! <clears throat> 
And how long did it Which take was- before you punched him in the face? Uh, he had, I can picture his face now, and that was just one of the cuntish things that he said, right? Uh, like, he was a cunt all round. And he was one of those cunts that you meet in your life that sometimes you still think about. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes wake up in the night. I mean, <clears throat> we're going back 15 years or something, this story. Mm. But I still sometimes think, remember that cunt? Mm, um, yeah. So anyway, that's that's what I think about sometimes when I think about professionalism. I think professionalism as a concept is way overrated in our society. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. Um, yeah. Right. Anyway, that is relevant because Roy was just going. I consider myself a professional, which I think yeah. is a cunt's thing to say. I had a, I had a meeting once with um, the producer of the. Do you remember the Grumpy Old Men TV series oh, yeah. on BBC Two? I had a meet with a woman who produced that because she'd just been seconded to a new um, Newcastle-based out, outpost of a, a big production company. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. one of these things where we're going to go open up in the regions and we're going to try the and regions. Use, use the local talent. So I realised yeah. that they'd started this company and I got in touch because obviously I was based in the North East. I'd done lots of yeah. writing nationally. Thought I could yeah. maybe get into telly and get some ideas and all that kind of thing. There's not yeah. that many people around this part of the world who, who do yeah. national level stuff. I thought, you know, why not? So she agreed to meet up for a, for a coffee and one of the first things she asked me was, um, so what's one of your favourite, what's your favourite part of the Grumpy Old Men series that we make? Oh and God. I'd, I'd watched it a couple of times and I just gave a, a kind of stock answer. Oh, I think it's, you know, it's funny that people talk uh, naturally in a way that you don't often see about their lives mm. and experience. And, and she went, no, no, you haven't watched it, have you? <gasps> you clearly haven't watched it. Oh, my God. And I thought, what, was I meant to do some fucking homework on the series that yeah. you produced? I'm here because I've got ideas of my own and I think that you might yeah. be able to use them here. Yeah. In your fucking northeast outpost, yeah, and you've just sat here. Oh. You've got me to come along, and you just cunted me off. Well, fuck, a- fuck absolutely you, absolutely fucking. I mean, that is a cunt move. Like, you're not there to. If you were applying for a job on the show, that would be different. Yeah, yeah it wasn't an interview. It was just a chat. It wasn't about a fucking what, interview. Who, who and I even am. if it was an interview, if it's not to be a producer or a writer on that show, it's not fucking relevant. Yeah, can't. That's fucked can't. me off now. Yeah, I went sorry. to a, I it- went for a job uh, interview at the Notting Hill Record and Tape Exchange when I was like, when I just left uni, right? <laughs> yeah. And I went in there, and it was to be fair, it was a job interview, so it's slightly less annoying. But it's always annoyed me because there was this fucking wanker. It was like the archetypal kind of, you know, you know, like the sort of stereotype, the trope of like a. A, a, a record store kind of owner, you know, like fucking fucking high fidelity record. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, smelt a little bit of bo and very mm. kind of like arrogant. And he goes, and three of us turned out all about my age, like early twenties, you know. And he goes, uh, right, so you want to work here, do you? And he thought it was like it's quite a well-known place, right? So there's he sort of obviously thought that he was like fucking one step away from being a rock star himself by working there, yeah. right? Fucking second-hand cassette shop, right? And he goes, <laughs> so, you all think you can work at the uh, Notting Hill Record and Tape Exchange, do you? And I'm sat there thinking, Probably. well, no, I don't actually think I can. I just want to for the mu- for some money. <laughs> I'm, no, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to make any pretensions to competence. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> 
Uh, but we all kind of like went, mm, yeah, because sort of thought, what else you can see? He went, let's see, shall we? Right. Fucking and then, hell. then that would have been bad enough. Let's see, shall we? He handed us all a quiz hell with yeah. 20 questions, yeah. not just about music, but about popular culture generally. Oh, my God. Right. Yeah. But it was shit like this, Andy. Who was the third Doctor Who? Then oh, another one was, what? who invented penicillin? Uh, what? It's a pub quiz. Yeah, and then there was other things like, you know, who directed the Maltese Falcon, right? It was this sort of shit. So it was a mixture of things. Uh, who was Prime Minister during the Suez Crisis, right? So it was made, It was like pub quiz stuff, really, but there was uh, like some, you know, a healthy dose of popular culture. And they just gave us those on photocopied sheets. Mm. And then we answered them. And he goes, right, when you're done, hand them back. Uh, and that's you done. We'll call, we'll, we'll call you if you get through to the next round. <laughs> I got you in to do a quiz today. Could have put it yeah. in the post. But you would have cheated. What an absolute fucking cunt. Wow. And by the way, I didn't get to the next round. I didn't get enough right. Mm. Um, but every time I ended up moving into that area about a year later and every time I walked past the shop on the way back from the way to the tube I made sure I had a good fucking look through the window to see if he was still there on his yeah. own miserable picking his nose all day which he was good luck with your quiz con <laughs> um, before I got the job at our price in 91 I had to do a quiz but that was on the day of the interview it wasn't a separate event 20 questions again I got 20 out of 20. Ah, so. oh, of course And you know you what? You know what they said? No one had ever got 20 out of 20 before until me. Fuck It's on my CV, hell. that. Still on my CV. Shall we get on with this Roy the Rovers thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so Gavin Foley. Yeah, it, so Roy gives them that spiel about being a professional and Foley then turns away quickly and speaks to the camera. Uh and he says, and you're really enjoying yourself. shit-eating grin. Yeah. And you're really enjoying yourself, so it seems. Well, from a man who's obviously had no regrets about changing his colours, it's back to you, Tony. And Roy is like, oh, no, no wait a minute. <laughs> it's just been stitched up. <clears throat> I was going to say that. Sorry, but to cut you, sorry to cut you off, Roy, but we've got a lot of reports to get in, you see. I hope the interview didn't give the wrong impression. Anyway, see you later. Uh, look at Roy he's, uh, um, he's, it, Roy has not been done like that in years no he's been stitched right up and then it cuts to the players lounge at uh, at Tynecaster's ground where the Rovers are are they drinking their beer there or are they drinking the orange juice that the Beatles had in Get Back it's hard to tell four vintals please I was going to say I don't know if they want to promote alcohol use in this comic so that no, might it be looks more pints like of orange pop. juice yeah yeah it's all of our pints of pop. All right, we've lost. But at least we've got our pints of pop to look forward to. Pop all out on me. It's what I will want. <laughs> Mackay's going, I will sit where I cannot be seen with pop. <laughs> the readers will have to, have to guess what I am drinking, but regardless to say, it is As not pop. As you can pop. see, I, I look thoroughly depressed and have removed my trademark headband, which is a sign of impending chaos. <laughs> Actually, it might be Iron Brew, which Duncan McKay's insisted they yeah. all drink. We um, shall all drink Iron Brew. <laughs> made in Scotland from Gerthas. <laughs> uh, some of the Rovers have been watching the broadcast. Vic Guthrie, 
gets a right fucking cob on. Guthrie says, well, that's charming. Looks as if good old Roy couldn't care less what happens to us now. Blackie says, Blackie says, he didn't say that, Vic. <laughs> <laughs> You're just upsetting yourself on everyone else. He had a short period of time to express himself, and I don't think he was interpreted it correctly, Vic. You know how these telly people work, they're very manipulative. We can't know what's in Roy's mind. The, the, the Rover's super brat, Vic Guthrie, went on angrily. He didn't have to. Roy couldn't possibly be missing us and play like that for Wolford. As far as I'm concerned, they're welcome to him. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, fucking hell, he's gone. He's left. Yeah. He plays for Wolford exactly. now. There's, a, there's no options either. You've not made Just, a big fucking mark in the sand there. Like, that's, no, that's it now. He's finished. He's gone. Yeah. Get your fucking head around it. It's like when you keep turning up to your ex's house and going, I think we should have a break. And she's like, what are you talking about? I fucking dumped you six months ago, you cunt. I've got a new bloke. He's called Tony. He's brilliant. Look, he's there on the staircase now. Everything all right, love? Yeah, it's just me ex pop round again. Do you still say he wants a break, the dopey cunt? Yeah. The one with the little penis? Yeah, that's him. Hello, sunshine. You all right? Do you want a cup of tea? You coming for a cup of tea if you want? No? You're all right. Okay. <laughs> Oh, you can have a cup of tea. Me and her's going to have a bath together. We're going to go and have a bunk up. If you don't mind listening, you help yourself to biscuits in the kitchen, sunshine. I've I'll tell you what, fr- if you want, you can have a go on my scale electrics. I've got it set up in the front room. Oh, we're going to have for a bunk up. I've taught her three new positions she said she'd never heard of before. So that's nice, isn't it? <laughs> Come on, don't be shy. Come in. <laughs> so Victor 3 is livid. Um... For reasons that don't seem f- fathomable, uh, it says. <laughs> well, he's just that. That's the sort of mad cunt he <laughs> that's is. That's what he is, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. It says in next week's episode, and it's just a, a quote: "We don't like you playing for Walford." <laughs> Do I look like I give a fuck? Tell my fucking write a letter to my fucking bank manager then. Who said this? Oh, I'm gonna have to look ahead at next week's issue again already. Uh, Do you know who I reckon it is? Here's my guess: I reckon it's his kids. Uh, maybe it is, maybe it is, yeah. That'll be the sort yeah. of thing that gets to Roy. That could when be, the yeah. I mean, even that dopey one, I forget yeah. his name, but, you know, you look in his eyes and, he, you know, he's confused, bless him, but there was something <laughs> about it that made me think maybe he's, I've made the wrong decision here, even if fucking Mongol's got the ump. He's tapped it out on a keyboard that he has there that speaks for him, <laughs> he's, and it says we don't like. He's got a stick attached to his head. <laughs> It just says don't like, and I presume it means it doesn't let me play for Walford, so I'll have to quit. Um, <laughs> right, we'll leave it there. Um, that's it. Thank you very much. We'll be back with more next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.